don't think about don't think about script just say like just be be you welcome back to the ducks across the pond podcast this week we have the first baseman for the d3 transy pioneers Connor Baxter, who's also uh, who's also played for the GB U18s and grew up in London, he's going to be on talking about GB, his college career, and his Chicago Cubs. Uh, we're going to start with Ren and his quick fire questions, and finish with the Ducks across the pond quiz. Take it away, Ren. All right, perfect. Thanks for joining us, Connor. Thank you for having me. So, uh, so you play college ball? How uh, how many years have you been playing college ball for? Uh, so I'm a sophomore this year. Um, I mean, I still don't feel like a sophomore because of last year, obviously, season got cut short. We only played 10 out of our 40 games. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I've always wanted to play college baseball. My parents never really believed that I did, but until I just kept bugging them about it, and they were like, all right, I guess it's, he's actually serious about it. Fantastic. And, uh, and what is it like living in Kentucky? Um, it's, it's definitely different from London. I love it though, just cause, so the university of Kentucky is like 10 minutes away from us. So it still has a city feel like Lexington's it's kind of always a lot of tourists and here and stuff. So is I, I love it. I think it's different, but it's a good different. <laughs> You're really not far from UK really. No, no I mean, not, not all like you oh, see no. people walking down town from the university of Kentucky all the time. Is there a lot of fried chicken? No. Oh my god. Well, oh, yes, KFC isn't isn't the go-to here. What is it? They got proper like, fried chicken. Cool play- There's two places I like the most. It's called Canes and Zaxby's. I highly recommend them in case you're ever in the south. Yeah, if I ever come to Kentucky, I'll go there. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's the usual um British tourist hotspot, right? Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually the Queen's been to Lexington a few times. Because she owns a ton of horses, and this yeah, is yeah. Uh, you want a costume from Duffy Derby. <laughs> that makes sense. Perfect. We'll uh, we'll come back to talking about college baseball uh, in just a little bit. But before we get on to those slightly bigger questions, um, just to go over three questions, which I think we're going to ask every guest from now on. Um, so, <laughs> bat flips, yes or no? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I mean, within reason, like. If, if it just gets over the wall, like, or if it, you hit one off the wall and you bat flip it, you look like an idiot. But <laughs> now, 100%. Yeah. Uh, good, you're in good company. And uh, is Barry Bonds a Hall of Famer? Yes, no question. Nice. Very nice. And finally, if you could play a game at any MLB stadium, uh, which stadium would you pick and why? Uh, it, would, it would have to be Wrigley Field just because of the history there. I mean, I. Uh, obviously, I, I'm a little biased as a Cubs fan, but I don't think there's anything more beautiful than seeing the outfield cover with Ivy. Yeah, you got you got to respect back in your own team stadium. Yeah, I think it's it's, it's it's just a good stadium too. Like it's got a lot of history. A lot a lot of people played there. Yeah, can't get wrong. That's fair. That's fair. The Ivy is. It, yeah. it I like the Ivy. It. And yeah. then the uh, oh, I can't remember what they're called, but the. Like the houses which have the rooftops on top of them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, So obviously you play for GB, or you have in the past. You probably will in the future again. Uh, But what is your favourite GB moment and why? Um. 
good question. I think, I think the whole Sweden tournament in general, I, I honestly just love like the trips. Like I think every time I've gone on them, we've had a great group of people. But I think the Sweden tournament for me was like my favorite just because it was my first opportunity to really start. Um, stats weren't great, but a little shaky. <laughs> Few, few questionable, few questionable calls as well. But um, yeah, no, uh, it, was, I, it was a fun tournament. It was, a, it was a pretty cool place to be as well. Yeah, you got to play with Dylan as well on the field. I did get to play with Dylan. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I should have mentioned that first. Uh, yeah, Dylan's probably Dylan's yeah, probably yeah. wait. If if Dylan never listens, to this, probably just waiting for that little. Oh yeah, and Dylan was on the team too. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about him. <laughs> oh wow. No, just to uh, clarify, that was. What uh, European Championship qualifiers in Sweden? Yeah, it was. It was yeah, like all qualifiers, I think. Yeah, it's fun tournament. Yeah. Fun tournament. It was a fun tournament. A lot, of, a lot of drama in the tournament. Actually, my favorite memory in that tournament was beating Israel. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Seeing, just seeing Nathan game, like swan dive to the plate. Oh yeah, that that game was one of the most intense games I've ever played in my life. Mm, like, yeah, it was it was back and forth, like a lot of tension in the dugouts, both sides. Right. Do you remember the the Israel pitcher's face when he was coming out for the last innings? Oh, no, yeah, he was I, all I remember is I kept getting picked. They tried picking me off like six times in a row, and every time the guy would just hit me as hard as he could with his glove. Oh, what the uh, the tall <laughs> first baseman? Yeah, and I was like, I was standing over there, and I was a little bit chubby than I am now. I was like, I don't know why you guys are picking me off. Like I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, I kept saying that. And I'm like, uh, how is a uh, how is college baseball? Uh, like, what was uh, what are the differences between uh, college and here, and how do you, how do you think they could be useful here? Um, I think, I mean, obviously it's different just because we don't really know what to hear. But like practices, like everything feels more game like. Like the BP we take, I feel like there's kind of more of a complete focus from everyone. Like everyone's kind of locked in, like, we'll have fun, like, on the sidelines and stuff, like, when we're not, like, in the cage. But once you kind of get there, like, you're locked in. Mm. It's all fun. But, I mean, it's just – and also just, like, having the the people around you who are, like, your best friends, but at the same time that you're both competing for the same spot, I think it's just kind of one of those unique relationships you don't really get back home. Yeah. How would you compare it? Uh, how would you compare it to like you know like a college practice to a HBA practice? You know like a. Uh, HBA helped me out so much. Like I didn't really realize at the time, just because like I, I hadn't experienced college. But like, obviously the stuff we do is uh, different. I told my coach this the other day. I was like, listen, I probably hit more tennis balls in my life yeah. than I have baseballs. <laughs> just because that's that's what we have to mm-hmm. use. But I think like in terms like the station probably helpful, and then. Coach Carroll would always come up with some crazy stuff for the infield, yeah. like and like in terms of like glove work and stuff, like where I was when I was like sixteen to where I am now is just night and day, mm-hmm. like and like that base was Coach Carroll, man, like with catching, Sally don't really do anymore, but like when I came in, like I was in a way more confident spot than I would have been without like coaching yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I think another I think another thing as well is like strength training, like we're not really good about it back home like it's kind of by yourself like which is the way it like kind of has to be but here like it's it's huge like if, if you're not listening yeah. if you're not listening by yourself then you kind of just put yourself in a bad position 
Yeah, I, th- I feel like that's the way GB is going at the minute. You know, like we we've it's become a you know apparent that we need to get stronger, and I, th- yeah. I, I oh. think uh, that's that's the that's the thing everybody as a unit is realizing, and um, I think it's awesome to see that we have HPA now. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, that's High Performance Academy, uh, which is for baseball and softball, and it, it's a massive help for players to go from the UK to college baseball or softball. And it, it's just a huge help. Uh, but yeah, exactly. It's that um, stepping stone into college baseball, which is awesome. And it's good to see that, that, ste- that you know, players are coming back to the UK and it's more better for it. And that's, you know, what we want to see. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, Stefan said mm-hmm. like, the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned oh. that you're uh... Sorry, Alex, are you good? Oh, yeah, no, that was me. It's all good. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Um, all right, Connor, so you... Oh, my God. You mentioned that you're... Uh, when did you start the process of uh, looking into American colleges and when did you realize that that's something that you wanted to do and something that you thought might be achievable? Yeah, so, it, I mean, I first told my parents I want to play in the U.S. after our GBU 15 tournament. I was like, all right, like, I love this game. Like, I want to keep playing as long as I can. Like, I want to play at the highest competition. Um, and it, Yeah, obviously, they were like, okay, like, cool, whatever. Like, this kid's 15 years old. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, <laughs> and then, like, I kept bugging them more and more when I was, like, 16. So, it was going into year 12. I kept bugging them more and more. And they were like, okay, like he's serious about it. And we're lucky enough to have like a lot of family over here because my dad's American. So the first, we just basically like the best advice I can give is just email. Like, like I think I emailed probably over like 50 coaches just like asking if they had interest. Like I shot, I shot two different videos and like a lot of the feedback I had was like, if you can show progression, like, like my progression from like a six month span was, is going to be a lot higher than a kid in the U S he's been playing his whole life and gets to do stuff every day. Um, but so I first started, I was looking at schools all around the place. I went to uh, showcase the summer after uh, the GBU 18 tournament in Italy. And from there we just, kind of figure out talk to some coaches like see if I could actually like play on the same level as other central college athletes um, and then I eventually came down to about five schools for me so we went to go stay with my aunt and visited all five of them which was three up in the midwest area so like Chicago land region um, one in Austin Texas which I have no idea how they found me um, and then the last one, Transy in Lexington. It came down to two. It was a school in Wisconsin and Transy. And I, I, I loved both of them, both great academic schools, which is what I was looking for. But at the end of the day, I said, I'm coming from the UK. Like, do I really want to be playing baseball in, like, old, below free yeah. weather in May? Yeah. <laughs> you've, you've, already, you've already had enough of that. I'm so thankful, like, that it happened the way it did. Like, and I, I love this school is great to me. It's been great to me. Um, 
So it's it's a fun process, but you just got to be able to like lock in on it and actually do what you have to do. I like I I always loved baseball, and like my first taste of international baseball was was actually with the London Mets in Italy, and then we went straight from that tournament, me and Graydon, to play for the GV team. Um, and after that, I was like, okay, like I want to actually like play at a high level, like like go play in the US, whatever. <clears throat> I think I feel like that's what happens for most people. Yeah. You know, they play, they get that taste. Yeah. Of European international baseball, and it's like, okay, I like this. <laughs> and then yeah, like Europe itself is so much more comparable to like a college level, like even a high school level, like a good high school mm-hmm. level, like. <clears throat> Then like like where I mean like I, I love playing men's league baseball but like I, it would always be funny to me like people would be like smoking cigarettes yeah. on the sidelines sometimes like yeah or like they come in after hitting a base hit and then just come rip their vape or something yeah it's a, um, it is it is a different level yes no but it, I mean it, it men's league helped me a, a ton like I'm so thankful for it and then like London sports too so mm-hmm. it was definitely it was definitely a unique experience compared to everyone else here and I mean I still want to come play back when nice. I come back and stuff so that's right now so obviously you were talking about like a little bit about it but what would you say is like a typical day for you in college yeah so I mean it we we have to schedule classes and it, it every semester like it's a little bit different but for the most part right now zoom's kind of messing it up but right now if i was in person i would be i'd probably wake up around like eight go get breakfast and then i have a class at nine but so last year all the freshmen have a thing called breakfast club <laughs> which is like everyone has to go like 7 30 a.m everyone in the cap like all the freshmen eat breakfast it was one of the most like awfully fun experiences I've had like just because waking up that early was just terrible and brutal especially because I would have to go back to my room for like an hour and then like maybe take a quick nap before my class um hour break and I got class at 11 so I'm done by I'm done with school for the day by like 12 15 I'll normally go get lunch hang out for a little bit and then I'll head out to the field whenever they open it um and when we have official practice, practice is normally around like three, three thirty or something. So, kind of expected to get there an hour, hour early, get some extra work in, like take some extra swings in the cage or extra ground balls. And then we're done. We're done with practice by six normally. Like it's normally a two and a half hour practice, three hour practice, then on the day. And then on the weekends we have into squads or scrimmages. Um, but then come back here, get some dinner, and then do some homework or just hang out. It's fair enough. That sounds like a... Do you know what? You're up and lift before school? No, we have lifting times with our... With, so, Tuesdays and Thursdays, we have... Uh, we have a lifting session and the weight room's always open, like the student weight room, so I'll probably head in there like after the practice or something. Um, it just depends on the day and how my body feels because normally it's pretty worn out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that we've talked about your college baseball, how's about we uh, talk a little bit about the Cubs? Uh, Sound good? Yeah? 
gets me. Um, what do you like? Obviously, now that the season's over and the you know the Cubs got knocked out in the postseason. Yep. In the wild card series or whatever it was, you know. The, um, what do you what do you want to see the Cubs do this off season? Um, in terms of like free agent signings or, you know, switching up a little bit with the coaching staff, maybe. What do you want to see them do so you know they don't get knocked out by the Marlins again? In the wild card series, Marlins are a good team. They're not bad. Hey, I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I'm just yeah. saying, yeah. The, the the Cubs. I I mean, I saw the Cubs. No, win I, the I mean, on paper, the Cubs should be should be a divisional series team at the minimum. Like, um, no, I think they're kind of in that weird phase of like post World Series limbo still. Like, like all their young yeah. guys kind of getting older now. They're about to sign big contracts. Like, like I think I think Chris Bryant doesn't have any trade value for him after the season all the Cubs hit has had. So, I mean, if we could trade away, some people will, like, maybe get a few young guys, get mm-hmm. get the minor league system going again like it was in 2015 when we had, like, people getting called up left and right who eventually was studs for us. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, we're in that kind of weird phase of limbo. Like, I don't know if a free agency signing is going to help us because yeah. our budget's already through the roof. Mm. Um, but then, like, Javier Baez, like, the only person who actually hit on the Cubs team was Ian Happ, and he's supposedly our worst hitter. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't speak much for the uh, rest of the team. No. I mean, Ian Happ's and, pretty good, though, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, he is a big leaguer, which which does count for something. <laughs> Just a little something. Yeah. Not much though. But he was, he was. I mean, he wasn't. He was a bench bat last year mm. for us. Like, and then he comes out and he hits. He hit like two ninety six or something like that. Yeah. Not too bad. Well, so sometimes, sometimes like after World Series wins, it's kind of like they feel like they need to rebuild, but they don't want to get rid of the stuff that they got to the World Series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one. Uh, so we got. I mean, Kyle Schwarber in the outfield. Like that's that's my guy. That's my favorite MLB player. Like he went to Indiana, and I plays in the Cubs. Like was a catcher, but I mean, like I love him, but he he just doesn't bring a lot of value to the team anymore. Yeah. That's oh, that's a horrible feeling, isn't it? Like um, when you when you like exactly how you said it. Then is Kyle Schwarber's your favorite favorite player, right? Yeah, and but you you don't want to see him leave, but at the same time you want the team to succeed. <laughs> it's exactly. kind of rough to see. You don't want to see him go, but you also don't want to see him in the lineup. Yeah, it's, and I think uh, it's a like, weird limbo. I think in terms of the clubhouse, like I think, I think having David Ross as a new manager will be will be interesting mm. to see in an actual yeah. full season, just because, like, he's still best friends with some of the players on the team, like him and Anthony Rizzo. Are, Super close. I, I think it'll just be interesting to see what happens next year, like this off season, because I really have no idea what they will do or what they even should do. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to know. It's hard to know. I think it's also the the NL Central is one of those. I don't think there are the NL East probably as well, but there aren't that many divisions where almost everyone. Yeah, could be four teams. I mean, not to be rude to the Pittsburgh Pirates, but you can pretty much count them out. But the other four, I think, in uh, uh, they could all challenge, and I, if at the end of the 2021 season, any of those, I wouldn't be surprised taking uh, the number one spot game to the postseason. Well, so, and it, like it's pretty interesting here, like because the Reds have sucked until recently, right? 
Cincinnati is just an hour away, like it's just north. Like, so it, there was a lot of hype about the Reds this year, and I mean, I I kind of was rooting for them just because that would be a pretty cool story for them, like having all these young guys come out, like Trevor yeah. out shoved for them, like that whole pitching staff was just filthy. And yeah. outside young, dominant. Um, yeah. But then at the same time, I'm like, all right, well, I still want the Cubs to win the division. <laughs> so it was kind of one of those things, which, like, because I, I think there's players I like on other teams. Like, I like Trevor Bauer. Like, I think, like, I'm into all that biomechanical stuff. So I think it's all really yeah. interesting. And, like, how crazy he gets with it. Like, some of the stuff he does is even, like, is beyond, like, just, like, oh, I'm kind of interested in this. Like, yeah. He's pretty yeah. nice, dude. Yeah. I think he's a he's a player for the fans as well. So he's, he's yeah, well, yeah. His social media, like, basically was an outburst. Like this year, like he yeah. he had like he just completely grew in social media stuff with all those like COVID blogs and blogs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, so I, thought that was, I I actually did think that was really cool because MLB doesn't really have that much of like a. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why he did like, it. Yeah. Hey, he's uh, he's. Yeah, he's a he's the guy right now. So, but Connor, before we go on uh, a little bit further, you mentioned before we started recording that you've you've been to Driveline, yeah. Which is obviously, where uh, our kind of has been doing so much work behind behind the scenes. Um, and do you feel? Do you definitely feel that there's that kind of almost some sort of connection between you and some of the? It feels very like close to the other guys, the pro players that have been to Driveline, and um, you feel part of that kind of family, I guess, of people that are in on all the, the biomechanics. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's weird because Driveline's like a company, like, but like at the same time, like, like if you go like look at like all their Twitter pages and stuff like that, like it, it really is like, if you've been to Driveline, like you're part of that Driveline family, like regardless of whether you're a pitcher or a hitter, like everyone's there for the same reason, like everyone's there because they want to get better and they want to know like metrically, like how they can get better. So, I mean, I, I love, like, the metrics of the game. Like, I think all the readings are super interesting and stuff. So, that's why I wanted to go out there. Like, just A, to get a feel of, like, what a biomechanics kind of standpoint would be. And then B, just to become better as a player. And over a three-week span, like, it helped me out tremendously. Just a quick yes or no question. Do you think that analytics could – there could be too much analytics and biometric sort of readings in games now? Uh, in games, no. I think. Are you ref- are you referencing the uh, taking out of Snell, uh, Deacon? Maybe a little bit. Yeah, sort of. It's in the back of your mind in that question. It's just a brief yes or no question. Just wanted to see what you thought. I think in games, no. I think in practice, there definitely can be. Because I mean, I'm a pretty mental player. Like I get, I get in my head a lot sometimes. Like. If I'm feeling good, like I feel really good, but like if I'm in a slump, like it's it's awful. Like I don't want anyone near me. Yeah. Uh, so like, yeah, I want to focus on the biomechanical part, but at the same time, like I don't want to go too deep into that. Though. I think in practice, yes, but then like in a game, I think I think it's just I think it's one other thing that's going to help bring fans. Yeah. And then like helping out some of you front offices with like helping to recruit players, like the whole money ball thing. Mm. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, yeah. We'll I feel like on. the uptick in biometrics and stuff like that has completely changed the game over the past like yeah, 10 years at least. The amount has changed it in such a short time span. It's just mm-hmm. insane. Uh, so now we're going to move on to the quiz. Uh, 
I'll just explain it quickly. So you get asked 10 questions. Uh, and before each question, I'll ask you if you want to do a home question or an away question. Home question's worth one point if you get it right. Away is worth two. So you get a total of 20 points if you go all the way and you get them all right. Currently, uh, Drew's in the, in the lead with, I think, 14, isn't it, Aiden? 12. 12, 12. So you want to try and strive for that, take the top spot off him. All right. All right. You got it, Connor? You think you can beat 12? I don't know, man. We'll see. I don't even know. <laughs> Not going ahead of yourself. First question, what do you want, home or away? We'll go home, get the ball rolling. Uh, you'll probably get this one. How many years was the Cubs World Series drought? Uh, it was 116, wasn't it? No, that's wrong. No, it was 106. Nope, uh, they're both wrong. <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, I haven't been alive for that long. 108 oh. years. Wow. Sorry, I thought you'd get that. Getting one. The that way. Not going to lie. I, I remember you yep. said it was 108 years, and now we finally won it. <laughs> All right, number two. Still too long. Yeah. All right, number two, what do you want? We'll go home again. Which Cubs player won the World Series MVP in 2016? Uh, ben Zobris. Yeah, nice. there you go. Got that banged it. All right, number three, what do you want? We'll go away. Uh, who was the last player to throw a 20-strikeout game? Oh. Um, it was in the last five years. I'd say this is a tough one. I feel like, I feel like we need. I like wouldn't say it's too much. I wouldn't say it's too much of a trick question. <laughs> is it Max Scherzer? Yeah. Yeah. Nice Yo. ball. Nice ball. Jeez. Gee. I'm not sure you were gonna. You were gonna like, get. Yeah. I was thinking Gio this year, and then I was like, ah, oh, no. No, he didn't get. He didn't no. get. Like, didn't get out there. How he many strikeouts did he get? Huh? No How many strikeouts like, did he get? It was either like thirteen or fifteen, I think. Mm. Uh, only thirteen. Still or pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Still very good. Doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, number four. Would you want? <laughs> uh, home. Uh, who won the Cubs MVP? Like, who was the MVP for the Cubs in nineteen eighty four? Ryan Sandberg. Okay. This guy's okay, right. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many is that now, Aiden? How is he doing this? Four. 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 All right. Four, four and four strong. questions. This is it's, strong. It's, it seems small, but once you get to the end, it's like, okay, yeah. it's pretty good. Get there. All right, number four. Home or away? Away. Away. How many fans can Petco Park hold to the nearest thousand? <laughs> um, <laughs> here we go. 32,000. Huh? 32,000. Oh. If you went 10,000 more, you would have got it right. But it was 42,000. 42. 42,000. 42, All right, what do you want for number six? We go away again. When was Fenway Park built? Uh, is it 1908 or something like that? 
It's close, close, close. Titanic year, is it not? No, it's 1902. Oh. Close. I feel like as a Sox fan, I should have known that, but I didn't even know that. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't even think, I didn't even think to ask uh, Govita Matt on that. Yeah, Yeah, I uh, that would have been embarrassing for you me. Got away. I did you not got away know. with it. You got away. <laughs> when Dodger Stadium was built. Oh, let's hear it. Yeah. It was 1958. Ooh. True. You can look it up if you want. Uh, um, just, just uh, we all got that wrong, by the way. Uh, it was 1912 Fenway Park was built. Or I, opened it either, even. I had 1912 and you you changed it. You had 1992, Deacon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 1912. You still got it wrong. doesn't matter. Number seven. <laughs> number just seven. over 20 years old. Yeah. What do you want for number seven, Connor? We'll get home. Who won a gold glove for the okay. Cubs this year? Uh, Javier Baez. It was his first one at shortstop. There you go. Which is unbelievable. I mean, wow. he should have. Yeah, he the other one as a utility guy because he, he wasn't really a shortstop oh, yeah. until yeah. Addison Russell left, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that's why he didn't win one before because he never played enough of one position. I yeah. Think. All right. What do you want for number, was it eight? Yeah, eight. Yeah, eight. We'll go, we'll go home again. Uh, whose retired number is 26 for the Cubs? Uh, Maddox. Oh nope. Maddox was thirty-one, I think. I think it. The the answer is Billy Williams. Uh-uh. Nope. Terry Wood. <laughs> you uh, keep going. Billy Williams, Billy Williams. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm just trying to figure out. Yeah, how. Yeah. No, it's Billy that? Williams. Uh, All right, no, number nine. Wait, what do you want? Away. Who was the last Phillies pitcher to throw a no-hitter? Uh, These are rough. Wait. I don't think they've got that many. They haven't had many. I can tell you it's, the year if you want. It's. Yeah, I mean, I'll take the year. It was in 2015. Who was the last good Phillies pitcher? <laughs> oh, I'd have definitely got it wrong. Not where I thought it was going. I can give you what Army throws with. Do you, do you want to know which, uh, if he's a lefty or a righty? He's a lefty, right? Oh. Yeah. Go on. Sound it out. Sound it out. <laughs> I don't even know. Like I have no idea. All right. It well, you couldn't. Cole... Can't even think of an. Oh, it's Cole Hamill. Oh yeah. Huh? Cole Hamill. Cole Hamill. Uh, right before he got traded. Yeah. yeah to the Rangers and then to the Cubs. Wait. Yeah. Phillies yeah. had some aces for a while. Cole Hamill, Cliff Lee. Uh, yeah, Roy Halladay. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking Halladay, and then I was. Yeah, like, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. No, I originally when I was looking up the question, I was thinking it must be Roy Halliday, but then it was it was actually Cole Hamels. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, number ten. What do you want, Connor? We'll go away. I need, need to get the points up a little bit. 
Who was pitching when the Dodgers won the World Series this year? Just a little ego rub for Deacon. Oh, um, <laughs> you talking about who oh. started the game or? Who, here it is. Here it is. Here. Who started the game or who closed the game? No, who closed it? Uh, he's that righty who throws like a hundred and two with two seam run. Um, Just yeah. for those listening on the, on the podcast, Deacon has just decided to put his World Series LA Dodgers cap on that arrived today. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> it's a pretty pretty forgettable moment. I don't blame you if you don't remember it. Wow. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, what was it? The the worst, the worst, the least watched World Series of yep. in recent years. Yep. That's because it's the Dodgers. Nobody cares. Was it was it Pedro Baez? Nope. It was Julio Arias. Oh, yeah, no, nobody was watching this fine. Well, the thing is, he, only re- he, closed out, he closed it out in like three innings because a couple... You say you don't care? No, I said I wanted the race to win the World Series. Oh, uh, well, yeah, that didn't happen though, did it? Because the Dodgers... <laughs> no. The Dodgers just are Although, So one of my assistant coaches is... Like, so Walker Buell is from Lexington. He went to Henry Clay High School. Yeah. And one of my assistant coaches and him are, like, best Jeez, friends. Okay. So he has he has one of Walker Buell's gloves, like, which he got given. And, like, yeah, I think he used it in a game at one point, too. Oh, I, I, not, I would never use that in a game. <laughs> I remember no, I'm talking about, like, Walker Buell. Oh, it's a game, like, game-used gloves that he was given. Jeez, yeah. okay. And then there was the whole there was the whole pants thing about like how tight yeah. his pants were. Oh, yeah. And so our coach was like the first one who like who knew about why it was why that was the reason. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Huh? You say your assistant coach knew why his pants were so tight. Yeah. You know how there was the whole thing <laughs> on, 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 I know, I know there was, but I, I wanna know why. Oh, okay. So when they get their pants fitted, they do it at spring training, right? Like, yeah. they get all the measurements and stuff. And then he's saying that Walker Buell likes tight pants anyway. Like, he likes them a little bit tighter. Mm-hmm. But then over quarantine, he put on, like, 20 pounds. Ah. So when he went to get in the pants, they were basically, like, tights. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it worked. Yeah, they won the world. They won the world series. Like it, obviously, the the pants were the right size. Obviously, yeah. Screw screw the stirrups idea. Tight pants. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if Walker Bueller does it, and he's the ace for the Dodgers, you know. It's true, but you got you got to have the legs to actually show them off in the first place. There. I mean, very true. So boys, they they can they can be shown off. Deacon, you're out. <laughs> Get out of here, Deacon. <laughs> hey, it, this is making up for the uh, for the Meet the Ducks series. No chance. <laughs> no, I and mean, no, being on nah, fire there's, st- Matt, there's still time. Episode. The episode's not over yet. Also, I don't really oh. feel rested or... All right, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Matt, uh, Matt's got it coming yeah. again. Matt, um, Matt's feeling it coming. Yeah, I'm not ready for that again. <laughs> oh, well, thanks, Connor. No, uh, it's me. been awesome. Uh, 
I think it'd be awesome if we could get all the uh, GB college players all in a Zoom call at some point and uh, get a podcast of that. That'd that would be, be awesome. Cool, yeah. Very good, that would be. So it might have to be a, you know, a podcast idea in the pocket for, you know, later on. But yeah, thank you, thank you, Connor. I'm sure we'll have you on again soon. Love to. And is it right that you'll be you be going to practice soon? No, we're we're done with uh with official practice. So we just got open field now, hitting groups. Okay. Um, but there's there's my day off. There's my day off, nice. Right, well, yeah. Oh yeah. Are, are you stopping the recording, Deacon? There, or I was just gonna do. We we'll do like a an an expert of the outro. For some right, okay. Yeah. yeah. See if we say anything dumb or. <laughs> See if there's any action. Thanks for watching. Subscribe to YouTube. Yeah. You know, no, Connor should say it. the Transylvania first baseman. Yeah. Should say should say subscribe to the Ducks Cross the Pond podcast. <laughs> They should. The whole of the U.S. should subscribe to the Ducks Cross the Pond podcast nice. too. Ooh. There it is. Bow. Very nice. Got it here first. Yeah. We'll take some color. <laughs> All right. E3 Baseball says Ducks Cross the Pond is sick. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm hungry.